previously at the Macarius Avenue. We want to show brotherly love in the church. But we got to be wise. Because some brothers are dangerous. Some sisters are dangerous too. So we are careful in showing brotherly love. In Nigeria, some guy was coming to church and kidnapping people. Until they realize it. He'll wait when there is an all night. You say, sister, sister, and so the Lord be with you. Can I can I join you and drop me off the street? He's having a gun. He knows the Christian vocabulary. He will quote scripture. And the sister, so and so will sit with the guy alone and drive on the way. He put gun on you and take him on. That's what we were doing from church to church. So they discovered it. So they said, when you meet a stranger in the church, that you don't know that anybody knows him. Either there are other people in the car or give him taxi fare. Taxi fare, Kravi. Show him brotherly love by giving him throttle fare. Let's keep seeing him around to be able to establish that, okay, who has a testimony about this brother? Do we know him? That's one day I went to a fellowship that day I went late. By the time I got there, they put a guy in front. Look, many pastors misbehave. They don't even know that they are misbehaving. Some guy can come to church and come and cry. I don't have anywhere to stay. And the pastor says, you don't have anywhere to stay. He wants to prove to everybody that he's a loving pastor. Then he says, everybody bring an offering for this guy. And the guy will be there. They'll be taken. Everybody says, hey, this pastor is a good pastor. Lack of wisdom. When you have worked with God, you see that you will not be moved. Because you know that that's lack of wisdom. Who knows the guy? Who knows that he's in trouble? That's his first time to come to church. We don't do that. We have to take him to the process of helping people. We have to investigate. Is it true that he has been sacked from his workplace? Is it true? For you know, he has fought with his landlord. One day somebody came and said, We have to help the people. And I said, No, 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 no. Thank God for discernment. I said, You fought with your landlord, and the landlord is throwing you away. And you said, You told the landlord that. Me, I will not beg you. I know what God can do for me. He will rubbish the landlord. Now, somebody will rubbish the landlord, and you will be the one to pay for his foolishness. In the name of, I'm loving the brethren. So I told him, look, this is what God spoke to me. All you need to do is to beg. You don't need money. Let's go to the man and go and beg. If you want me to go, I'll go with you. He said, no, I can't beg. I don't beg nobody. And I said, thank God you don't beg nobody. Me too. My money goes to nobody who cannot beg. He'll go and tell another pastor that the pastor will believe him and give him money. So I went to this fellowship. They have gathered money for this guy. And the guy came to cry. Forget about crying. Me now, when you cry, I can wait for you. Oh. I've learned a lot of wisdom. I can wait. Because crying has a way of your emotion because we are emotional beings you cry I can even give you back it finish let me ask the questions so they gave all this guy money they raised people were coming they gave him money when I got there and I said what are you doing they said oh this guy is in trouble he said he doesn't have any place by the time I was trying to speak to the pastor the guy saw me he was gone I knew this guy he's a silver bed guy his father gives him $2,000 a month to come to school. He was going to Nasford University at the time. 
He never picks trotro. He's always in a taxi. He doesn't eat boys' boys. Ah. Ah. He eats at top restaurants. In 15 days, he has spent $2,000. I'm talking about 2009. When $2,000 was $2,000. At that time, a tithe of his money, when I get it, I can spend it for four months. And the guy came to cry. And the the people who have less money, they contributed for the $2,000 guy in the name of brotherly love. And I told the brother, I said, you have just been foolish. He said, man, I said, he's gone. And you'll never see him again. And they never saw him again. I said, if you want to see him, go to Silver Bed. They tracked him. They went to Silver Bed. The popcorn. The popcorn on his laps. He didn't chew cotta chicken. He chose full chicken. And he was watching movie with the money they took from their brethren. Some of the brethren that gave the money have never chewed full chicken before. And this guy, some of them they have never been to silver bed. They always do it in their room. And this guy is watching big screen. One girl on the right, the other on the left. And they are doing, oh my God. Clap your hands for the Lord. <laughs> when somebody say, I don't want to help somebody, don't be quick to say that he's wicked. Maybe he has a reason for not helping the person. That should strike you to say, ah, bro, something they are for no. But the Christian who lacks wisdom, we immediately say, look at this, but they don't love people. He's the, he's the lover. They'll be chewing his money at, at a silver bed. Like the way the guy was spending the money. And the guy told me, he said, hey, is that how life is? I said, you have just learned your first lesson. Next time, as a pastor, that's why you see me. They say a stranger came and I say, everybody, gather money. Do I know him? We won't gather money for no stranger. We'll go through the process. When we investigate in Israel, we'll give you the money even secretly that nobody will even know. But I won't come and gather it for you. Some of them, after they have left, you know how much they, they spend? Poverty cannot be eradicated by money. Can't you understand it? Poverty is a mindset. There was a Nigerian guy who used to do a reality show and picked this woman from the street and gave him money, gave him a two-bedroom house. He and the daughter gave them money, established them. After six months, they came back to the street to come and beg. Because begging is in their spirit. And it can only be eradicated by the word of God. So he said, preach the gospel to the poor. Poor people don't need money. What they need is the gospel. If you give a poor man one million dollars now, after one year, he will spend all because he sees money as money is for buying. So you buy roses, you buy this and buy this and buy this. After that, you can't maintain the money. The lady went into that two bedroom with her daughter and came back to the street to come and buy. The 50,000 naira they gave her to start a business, they squandered it. Why? They know how to eat from hand to mouth. Dr. Mike Maddox said he met a guy by the street. He asked him for money. And he said, I can only give you $5. He said, I don't mind. He said, how about me giving you $100 a day? Every day you get $100 for sweeping my office. And I said, I don't sweep nobody's office. I don't sweep nobody's office. A proud poor man. He said, I don't sweep nobody. And my mother looked at me, whoa. 
you rather like to beg than to earn the money. And many people are like that. They take advantage of their brethren. I pray that wisdom has been delivered to you this morning. Clap your hands for God. Have I helped you? That's why when Pastor says, if you meet somebody in church and needs help, just tell him. He knows why he's telling you that. But you see, people come and tell people about their pastors. The pastors are not helping us. This is go and see the help they have given them. You yourself, you'll be amazed. Yeah, you'll be amazed. The kind of food and drinks they have eaten, you cry, you have not getting some. God have mercy on us. But that is brotherly love. Can we can we go on? First Peter. Or Matthew, come to Matthew. Hey, today my message will be long and I'm a this is a mini seminar. The days of going to church, they preach some short message. Hey, church, we don't mean a good old short message. Everybody, pow, 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 we are gone. They go and watch Premier League for one hour, 30 minutes. <laughs> this generation, God will have mercy on us. Champion leagues are people are making money on you. Thank God I don't love football. Thank God. I'm not saying you shouldn't love football. It's me, my own. I say I thank God. <laughs> Share Mumbra Matthew Mammy Why Are you sure you are there? Matthew chapter twenty two. Okay, let's come to the book of John. John chapter twenty one, verse fifteen. So when he had dined, John, John, not Joshua, John, John twenty one fifteen. I like the way you are paying attention and listening to the word of God. Clap your hands for God. The message I'm teaching will deliver you from many troubles. Me, if somebody calls me wicked, because the person doesn't know me. The person doesn't know me. Me, I give a lot. But I will not let somebody waste my money. That money could have gone to somebody who really needs it. Then I've given it to somebody who is going to chew, who is going to box show. Box show. <laughs> one day somebody came to say man of God I need help you know I don't have money to go to school and I, ah. so I helped this person then the night I was driving somewhere and I'm a pork show so there's, there, there are things I'm saying they are reality I said so immediately I called I said oh now you don't have money do you know what the person told me so because of this small money you gave me I can't, I can't go to pork show I said wow I'm sorry eat, eat the pork <laughs> Jesus Christ. John 21, verse 15. So when they had this is the love for God's church. Hallelujah. We are finished, brotherly love. There's a love for the brethren in the church and for God's way. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, love thou me. Jesus was using agape. And say, do you agape me? More than this, he said unto him, Yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I feel you. Because Peter doesn't understand the love of God. He only understands brotherly love. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. He said unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, love thou me, he said unto him, Yeah, Lord, thou Knoweth that I feel you. 
he said unto him, feed my sheep. For the third time, he said unto him, the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, do you agape me? Peter was grieved. Peter said, ah, Peter believed himself. And some of you are like that. The way you believe that you love God, eh? God will test your love. He said, and he said unto him, Loveth thou all things? Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Jesus knows that he is going and that a temptation is going to come to Peter and Peter will run away from the flock. And he said that the man that walks in agape and not just only filial love will think about the church of Jesus Christ. I have met many women who pray that God should give them a God-loving husband till they get one. And when they get the God-loving husband, they don't want him to come to church. Where do fear God-fearing people go? So the prayer they were praying was a selfish prayer. They were praying that the God-fearing husband should only fear God only with them. Because in their mindset, the selfishness of their prayer is that the God-fearing husband, normally when a Christian, a Christian lady is praying for God-fearing, that the God-fearing husband will not cheat on them. That is all they are thinking about when they are praying for God-fearing husband. God-fearing husband fear God so much that Sunday morning they can't be in the house. They will come to church. God-fearing husbands love God so much that Sunday, when we close, they will sit in the church and work for God. If you cannot, pray for a Satan-fearing man. (laughs) Because when you pray for God-fearing men, we don't run away from church. We are addicted to church. We pay tithes. If you are praying that you are with God, give me a God-fearing husband, and you are afraid of him paying time, we sow painful seeds. That is what makes you know that we have God-fearing men. You can see $10,000, you have calculated your shoes. We say, no, this one is for the house of God. So you hear women saying that, how can you be, the church be competing with me? Who are you? The church of Jesus Christ? You Can you compete with the church? Ah, Ghana form Mamu Chemo the church of Jesus Christ is because you have a God-fearing man. Most women get God-fearing men and they take them for granted. Because men don't like to go to church. Go to every church. The women are more. Real men don't go to church. Oh. They don't want to go. Because they are so logic that they, they think that yeah, this pastor is looking for my money. And then, when you see a, a, a God-fearing man who can give his money to a pastor, he fears God. Because that man won't want to give his money to no pastor. He sees him as his colleague. Uncle Yeduma. He will sit in the house. And when you meet a man who fears God, you realize that he doesn't, he may seem to be competing with church, but he's not. Especially when you are in the Macarius, you have no reason to complain. Why? We come to church only two times in a week. Friday night, Sunday, and there are no other meetings in between. There are churches that you will go for leaders meeting on Monday. The pastor needs you on Tuesday. You are going to, you are always in church. So when you come to the Macarius, we come and you, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The angels will look at you and say, look at this unserious woman. They despise you 
Even when you pray, your prayer will not be answered. Because God-fearing men, you won't find us in the club. Sunday morning, do you know somebody's husband is sitting on Mutuo right now? He's going to play tennis. His two side chicks are with him. He doesn't fear God. He doesn't care about the wife. And when you say, nyu, 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 he doesn't even care about your union. That's the guy that Friday night, he has boots and he's come to the house. He said, I won't mind him. He will vomit on your bed sheet. And he feels like he's dying. What will you do? You will bat him. Because he has hangover. When you don't give him mask, he will die on you. But there is a guy who is coming to church. Lekin Tobalas Kataba. Ali Shota. And you are saying, every day you are in the church. I should go to the club. You have to tell the, 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 that lady that, thank God I'm in church. Because if it's not God that saved me. Some of you should tell your wife your history. And let them know that if it's not God that saved you. Friday night, and I said, oh, I'm sorry. Thank God for God. May God bless all God-fearing men. Oh, clap your hands for God. Boaz, today I'm giving you points. God-fearing men. We sow seed. We don't do new, 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 new. If your husband says, I give the money to the church, keep quiet. Because there's nothing you can do. What women don't know is that when men have money, either the church is spending it or another woman is spending it. Somebody must spend the money because God created men that when their money is spent, they are happy. That makes them feel like they are men. So if you see that the money is good to the church, ah, say, Father, at least thank God. Because that one will come with reward. Are you sure you are here? So don't don't look at the brothers in the church and despise them because they are giving their all to God. What else would they do? Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all thine heart. If you love God, your might will go into the work of God. It, you cannot be there and be saying you love God and you don't do anything for God. Your love is fake because true lovers of God will go all their way to try to be involved in church activity. And that is the only way to prove my love for God. And for God, he loves me unconditionally. Whether I go to church, I don't go to church, God will still love me. If I pray or I don't pray, God will still... Oh, I don't like the way you're... He will still love you. But I have to also prove my love for God by responding to the love by doing something in the church by sowing seeds by doing, and it will take something from you you mean that you, 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 you married a God fearing man and he's always sleeping on the bed with you he's not a God fearing man a God fearing man sometimes wouldn't be with you it's like you are longing for him but he's not there why he's with God and don't try to compete with God because the man must not put you ahead of God God must always be ahead of him. Because when God is ahead of him, he can love you better. When God is ahead of him, God will order his footsteps. Can the amen be louder? This is what we call church. So when we talk about the love of God, when we come to church, we must express our love for the work of the ministry. 
We can't just say we love God and we cross our heart and our legs. And what we do, Jesus, you love me. Your love is so selfish. It even shows in your, our prayers. God, give me money. If you don't give me money, me, I won't go to church again. God, give me this. Christians of today don't like sacrifice. Can your husband say that I'm buying you a Mercedes and when you get to the door, he says that God said we should sow it and you'll be okay. You won't be okay. You will say that he has played the church above you. You love me. You love the church. When you look, when you realize that you are nobody, eh, you will humble yourself. Sometimes these are Christian women. They see It's true. Some of you Christian ladies, you you, you think that you are so beautiful that even when your husband, you leave your husband, you get another man to marry. It's called vain. You are chasing vain glories. You are talking about his people get his past you. What are you talking about? What are you saying? You're talking about beauty. People get beauty past you. But Charlie, nobody's even looking their way. Because this thing, it is by grace and it is by God. If God gives you one, man, you got to hold on to it. Oh, clap your hands for God. Are you sure you are here? Oh, the women don't like it. Say, you talk about God fear women too. That is for another day. Oh. Clap your hands for me. <laughs> so, when it reaches the women tend to, the men will be quiet. Am I helping somebody here? The reason why I'm saying that is um, it's easier for a woman to love God. More than for a man to love God. It's easier for women to go to church more than a man. Men are stubborn when it comes to God and church. So immediately you see a man that at least he's trying to go to church. You have to thank God. Because if you take many men, many of their friends are not in church. Am I lying? Prof. John insisted something. He can tell you that many of his peers, they don't even go to church. Or many of his peers, they are professors. They they don't go to church. All the church here. They are professors. They know know, know God inside out. (laughs) See, they, don't, they don't go to church. They don't go to church. But so when you see Prof. John in church, he has broken the record. Yes. I want the woman to clap for all the gentlemen in church today. Clap for them. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. I know people when we're in school, when it's time for this Premier League, don't write exams all. Get the lecturer to put the timetable on the day that they are playing match. He'll prove the lecturer that he loves football more than his, his own education. He won't go and write the exams. He'll rather watch the football and repeat and throw that paper and receipt. You tell that receipt is what? If the receipt fought out another football time, he'll fail it again. You are saying, ah, I've been in school. I mean, go to school there now. They Lord, they are dying. Oh, may God deliver you from such men. If he can deny his exams because of football, you. <laughs> you that after the match, he will still see you again. Even if you are dying, he will finish watching the football before he now think about taking you to the hospital. May God raise God-loving men. When the God-loving men, they are the boas, they are the pillars. When they stand, the whole family stands. Can the amen be louder? Say, I love God. 
Say it again. That is sure you love him. He said, love the Lord of God with all thine heart. Your heart must be in God. With all thy mind. Christianity is for sacrifice. If you cannot sacrifice, you cannot go far. Any man of God you have seen at the top, they have sacrificed some great deals. Sometimes some of you come to church and you think that we the pastors, we don't sacrifice anything. That's what some of you think. Oh, this, you know, they don't understand. Look at me, I've been a church member before. And I'm a pastor. So I know the two ways. Praise God. One day, you were come to church and angel could not breathe. You couldn't breathe. My wife, I didn't take that. I said, no, relax. With me, I don't rush. I said, we'll come to church. She can be in the office and hear the word of God. Because the word of God is more important. Someone say, hey, this is dangerous. Don't worry. We'll, in, in, in June, we'll go to the Mount of Faith and I'll teach you some things. Angel was there. She was still... <laughs> And my wife was here listening to the word. If you follow me, you can't obey instructions. You destroy many things around me. Because you walk with your emotions. So I told my wife, sit in the service. And she sat in the service. Do you know what it takes for a woman to sit down? When, and the daughter is at the top end. <coughs> She'll be here and her mind will be there. She may even try to rush out. No. Oh, clap your hands. And she's there. Right after the word, I signal her, now you can go. Now she went to the hospital, and I'm here. I preach. I didn't finish, and I said, Pastor Isaac, my daughter is in the hospital, and I'm rushing to go and do what? Am I a doctor? My wife is with the doctor. So she has to give me information. And I'm here still working for God and meeting people and laying hands on people. After that, I said, what is the doctor saying? Say, oh, she's on nobilizer, and they say that her oxygen, they put her on oxygen. I said, don't worry, I'm still here. Just be giving me feedback. You may think that I did it only my daughter. My mother, the same. I was here, my mother was almost getting stroke. I told Alice, take her to the hospital. Alice reached there, and I'm here. I was in a meeting with the pastors, and I'm not moved. Because nothing will happen. The doctors were saying this. He said, the doctor said this. They said, the doctor, now she tells him, he said, the doctor said you have to give her some drug. If not, the thing will come down here. I said, Alice, don't mind the doctor. Okay. Oh, Alice, I didn't tell you that. I said, don't mind the doctor. Forget about the doctor. Tell them that what they have given is enough. Let my mother sit down. When I finish, I'll come to the hospital. My mother was now nervous. Because the doctor said, if they don't, the thing will begin to spread. He said, Alice, put him, put him on the phone. He put him. I said, forget about the doctor. My mother managed to push Alice till they went to the counter to buy the drug. Alice doesn't know. If I don't buy it and something happened to her, I'm the one in the hospital. Don't blame the prophet. You say that, don't you have sense? The man is in the meeting and he's just testing you. You are here. You are seeing the real deal. I finished all my meeting and didn't rush. I still drove calmly. In calmness, God worked miracles. I still drove calmly to the hospital. When I got there, and I said, where is the drug that you bought? Alice said, she forced me. And I said, have you admitted? She said, no. I said, let's go and see the doctor. We got to the doctor. I asked her one or two questions. She said, ah, I realized that she doesn't even need the medicine. And I said, so what do we do? He said, I'm writing time to you. You can take the medicine back and take your money. And that's how we took the medicine back and took the money. If they have administered that drug to her at that time, it would have worsened the case. Some of you have worsened cases because of your anxiety. The person no go die. 
Look at someone and say, you will not die just like it. Oh. Shake the person and say, you are not going to die like that. Some people, they are, they, are the, they are with their husband who is a God-fearing man. You need to get headache, my head, rush me to the hospital. Your headache, they should rush you. Oh, me need Sunday, you know. They should just rush me. No. When I invited God, Prof. John called me. He took his time and took her to the hospital. He would say that he would not take her to the hospital. But he took his time. He has learnt it by faith that I don't rush to the hospital. She took his time. She said, no, let's take our time. Let's read. They waited morning. They took her to the door. I don't think Prof. John put it. And told Chris, oh, yeah, let's carry her. Two in the car. Hey, move the Oh, no. At that moment, you are invited the spirit of fear. Because you are invited the spirit of fear, you kill this woman. Some people, the adult get, or uh, child get temperature. They can't sleep. Children with temperature. Their temperature is is normal. One day, temperature. My wife said, let's go to, we went to the hospital. And the doctor looked at us and said, ah, ah, temperature. Don't come to this hospital and give you temperature. In call French, you go, Because the doctor realized that. <laughs> this thing is, it's normal. Every child who wants in their while get temperature. Is it not once in their while? Consistently. Because they are putting things they are not supposed to put in their mouth. They are doing it. So they will get bacterial infections. They will get things. Hallelujah. So when it comes to things like this, prove your love for God. By taking your time. Somebody now will say, oh, prophet, you should take our time. So, honestly, you overtake the time. Is that what I'm saying? So, I'm saying so that you can be balanced here. Clap your hands for God. Are you sure you are here? Sometimes I'm coming to church. One time I was coming, after preaching, I couldn't breathe. Mr. Moses, what should you do? I said, let's relax. So, Mr. Moses, sit up. I sat back. He said, just do this. Do. He showed me what to do. But after a while, I was okay. He said, let's drink water. And remember, he said, Prof, you have to go and rest. I said, no. Who is, who is coming in? And the next person came in. And I still saw people. Am I still not alive? Have I died? Because we have given ourselves to the work of God. This is what we are called to do. And this is what God-fearing men do. Clap your hands for God. If you love God, it will take you something. You cannot love God and it will not take you anything. Don't compare the, the, the love that your, your, your husband or wife has for the church to you. Don't never do it. If you do that, God will despise you. If you pray, it won't go anywhere. Especially in situations that you could have handled. You don't need both of you there. One person can handle it. We handle it. We move on. Because sometimes, if imagine a couple. Two of them fight and they all don't come to church. They both lose. At least one person might come to church. Let the one who is doing, mm, let the person be at home. And let one wise one come to church. Because God doesn't say that. In whilst you are here and you are receiving, something about you can rub upon the person. Even in the person, mm, 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 mm. even in his or her own foolishness. And you are in church and we are declaring. May your family never go to shame. We didn't mention individuals. Your amen has covered the person who is not even here. Amen. Clap your hands for God. Now, I'm finished. I'm finished. I have more to say, but I got to finish. But I just say I should finish. When you marry an unbeliever, it's more dangerous. 
when you marry a believer who is not growing, it's not danger, but it's painful. Because you are so here, he or she is so there, that both of you cannot even move together. When God is speaking to you something, it's so difficult. He says, no, 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 we have to think twice. Imagine, Abraham is now going to discuss with Sarah. Sarah was not at the level. So you tell Sarah. Why should I go and tell Sarah? The problem, what they have told you is that tell your wife her everything. You see me, I'll tell you the truth. So you not like me. It's not everything that somebody must hear. Because sometimes they can't handle it. God told you, carry your son and go and kill the son. And you are going to discuss with Sarah. Sarah will say, God said it. Oh, okay. I think that's what Sarah will do. The power of motherly love. She will quote you scriptures. That will tell you that God can never give that kind of instruction. If God, who has let us wait for over 25 years, Abraham, you didn't hear God. She will go and hide the child. The day Abraham wants to do it, I bet she share Isaac's own so <laughs> so he carries him and say where are you going he said that we are going to the mountain we will be back prophetic utterance we will be back we will be back. and they came back he came back with the guy unharmed because God was testing him can it be that the car both of you love when God said you should sow it you are not going to discuss it with your wife She'll give you 200 reasons why God has never said that. Because she's not at your level. But when a woman is at your level, she will understand it. So you have to weigh who you are working with. What can they take and what can they not take? There are women, when you give them some news right now, they'll go and find the person. They'll say, this person said this about me. Why must you tell her so that it cause problem? Wait for the person to grow. So that is where secrecy is intentionally. Uh, we oh, which word can I use? Secrecy is intentionally keeping an information that somebody has to know from the person. That's secrecy. But discretion is the ability to weigh the information and know whether this person can handle this information or not. Knowing that in your heart that you don't want to keep it away from the person. But per the person's level, by the time this person gets this information, it will become more trouble. So I size this question. I may keep it for a later time before I say it because I want to save situations. And that one showed that you are a matured man. Don't oh, clap your hands for God. Have I helped somebody here? Are you sure you're here? So say, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. You have gotten so much as you close, eh? Clap your hands. Say, I'm growing in the Lord. Receive more wisdom, insight, and ability. Stretch of your hand to a wisdom, insight, and ability. Ability to do more. Wisdom to grow in the love of God. Wisdom to grow with the love of the brethren. In the mighty name of Jesus, can the amen be louder? Oh, clap your hands for God. And there were times that I didn't have a car, but it doesn't change the anointing of my life. Sir Mark has given the car to drive before. Wow.
uh, uh, Brother Wolfert was giving the car to drive before. Michael was giving the car to drive before. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Whether there is car, there is no car, it won't change my love for God. Somebody, they didn't eat one day. Even just one lunch. They say God has disappointed them. God has just disappointed. If, if God is God, go and ask Somalia guys. They eat two weeks, two weeks. Even them, they are jumping. Oh, siko, siko, praise the Lord. Look at somebody say, you got no trouble. Take the guy. And very soon, we are going to be expressing our love for God. And let us see you dancing. Tell the guy, let, let me see you dancing. <laughs> Can I say something to you? Why well, the guy, Bishop Dyke's wife said that he was counseling somebody and a guy came and said, I'm leaving my husband. <laughs> He just cheated on me. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> and she said, oh, don't worry. We see these troubles every time. We can help you. It's not that she's saying that cheating is bad. Uh, it's good. She's trying to say, that, don't worry, we can solve it. He said, no. And he said, have you seen the man that just left you? He cheated on a wife with another man. <laughs> then he said, What? With another man, I'm going home to solve my own problem. <laughs> he realized that challenge. The situation is some past some. Look at somebody and say, Your trouble is not too big for God. Oh, I don't like the way I shake the person and say, Hey, your trouble is not bigger than God. Say, No matter the trouble, be calm. God will take you out of it. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, do I have a church that is going to love God? That will not be fighting the house because of some things in the church. Don't do that. As a year as a pastor, I've seen it. People have insulted me in their house before. Some of you even you have decided before. Eh, go and marry prophet. Go and marry prophet. You know your husband can't marry me. Every day. And a prophet, prophet. No, uncle then. Thank God your, your husband is using me as an example. Thank God he's not using some funny guy. When the husband is saying, he's quoting my messages. But prophet, everything prophet, prophet, prophet. One day he'll tell you that Snoop Dogg said. And one of us clap your hands for God. <laughs> Shake somebody and say, I see you loving God. You are going to love God, love God, love God, love God. Songs of Solomon. Name a year. Oh, I should I should close. Share. Man, I'm pointing away. Today that I've got you, I'll say all the things I have to say. Songs of Solomon, chapter four. Are you there? I love it. He said, Behold, thou art. You are an agape loving guy, agape loving woman. You still love the brethren, you express filial love, but maybe you may be lacking in sensual love. Because these are the three dimensions of man. There is no human being who doesn't need sensual love. Look at that. I'm not saying sexual. I say sensual. Sensual means it comes with touch. 
That is why some of you are married. Yes, that is why sometimes you can be in your bed and rosemary. You just finished praying tongue for seven hours, but Sister Rose cannot get out of your mind. Tell somebody there's nothing wrong with her. Oh, Pakusi, you don't like this one. Pakusi, she said. You know, we have to show the people Agapela. This is where most of the brothers lack. They are so prayer. That's why I told you, me, I don't like women that pray. Gra, gra, gra. They hold microphone. What are you looking for in this world? A woman. They are breaking. We are breaking down the heaven. Which heaven? The heaven that God created. Let the heavens be where it is and pray like a woman. Because you think that the brothers will look at that. No. Brothers know they look that. Brothers looking at the women that lay school. Father, we love you, Lord. Brothers, is that not what you are looking for? Because the brother doesn't want another brother in his house. Because when brothers meet, they go like this. Hey, bro, what's up, man? But when they meet the sister, hello, sister, sir. Then he comes to church. Hey, the way my wife is. Another brother. <laughs> then another brother. Wabi John there to lead prayer. And the brother is saying, oh, this lady can pray. But I will never fall in love with this one. When it's prayer, they'll be happy. And in Africa, people don't say the truth. They are calling you prayer mama. They are lying to you. <laughs> they are telling you something. <laughs> that you are praying too much. <laughs> when we in school, there was a lady like that. Immediately we get into prayer, she do this. <laughs> so the brother start bypassing her. And she was wondering that she can pray. I was the one who was able to tell her the truth. I told her, please. Brothers, don't do this. Some things are for men. So Solomon looked into the heavens and said, Behold, thou art fair, my love. And that is where Christian brothers must learn. Stop quoting King James. Stop saying, Have you done your quiet time? Be like, there is a part of sensual love. You must know the ability to arrange words. Because women love to hear. Thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove eyes. Can you look into your wife and say, I love your eyes. Some of the brothers, they can't say anything. The women, is it not true? They, they have been hanging around you. They don't say anything. Every day, prayer, 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 prayer. But you want somebody to touch the soft parts, not physically, but your emotions. You want somebody to appreciate your eyes. You want somebody to appreciate your hair. Oh, it's not true. Now they are saying that I'm the rather the bad man. Now you have judged me already. Let me close the service. Thou art fair. Thou hast dove eyes within thy locks. Thy hair is as a flock of goats. That appear from Mount of Gilead. Ah. Thy teeth are like flock of sheep. That are even shown with 
which came from the washing, whereof everyone bear twins, and none is barren among them. Ah, there are not too many holes in your teeth. Some are not yellow and some are white. Well arranged dentition. When you smile, I love people who smile. It, it was my wife's smile that caught my attention. Yeah. No, 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 that's true. Clap your hands for God. If you can't smile, you are, you are, I don't like it. Ah, one day I went to drop her and she wants, she wants to laugh, but she doesn't want to laugh. You know, like, she's a lady or sick. I can't write Feel free and laugh. <laughs> I went to drop her from, from a fellowship. And I felt dropping her. She just sat back and just smiled and just waved. That smile was on my mind. The following Saturday, I said, I'm a prophet. Oh. And I finished prophesying. I've prophesied, I've seen angels. But the angels cannot give me that smile. God can love you so much, but God will never hug you. Tell me you. Somebody say, I don't need anybody's love. All I need is the love of God. <laughs> Brother, you'll be burning under your blanket. <laughs> And the angels will not come down for you. And I dropped her again. And she sat back. And she just smiled. And I said, next Saturday, I must drop this smiling lady again. And I kept dropping her. And this is where we are. What are you talking about? Look at somebody and say, why are you not smiling? You. Why are you not smiling? <laughs> There are ladies, they say that, ah, for me, you know, I love God. You must learn to smile. You must dress well. Now, you say the men to say, your hair is nice. And the hair knows not nice. And you have left it in the house. The brother wants to say, but if he see, he will lie. So you rather keep quiet and greet you from afar. Say, sister. <laughs> Let's go on. Thy teeth are, oh, where did my candidate? Let's go, verse 3. Thy lips are like a thread of scarlet. You know the people with pink lips? Somebody say, hey, man of God. God created nature for us to admire. And admiration, Ankasa, is in men more than women. So a man can be driving and his eyes. And he sees something. This is what Solomon is saying. Thy lips are like thread of scarlet, and thy speech is calmly. This one will just kill me every day. It's true. I don't like women who like arguing. I don't, me myself, I'm hard. So I don't want hard women. Calmly. Hello. And I said, ah. Even if I'm angry, say, hello. Then my anger. Hey, see the young lady. She just <laughs> she's just looking at me like that. How many of you like calmly speech? That's what women don't know. Be calm. A hard man likes a calm woman. Be calm. And you you did this if you don't no 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 no. Say, why did you do that? Somebody say, hey, mean to me, can sir? You have to learn. Media make come my channel. Make sure say. 
pepper them ministry doesn't take you anywhere. Butter them. Butter them. Butter us. Clap your hands for the Lord. I'm showing you from the man who knew most of the women in this world. It's from my experience. This is where I'm telling you. He said, thy speech is calmly. Calm. Men will always be drawn to calm women. If you find them at home and somebody just say, oh, why are you so worried? By the time I realize it's hard to be going. And he said, why is this hard going? So learn to be calm. Thy templates are like a piece of pomegranate within thy locks. Let's go. Thy neck. Solomon is describing the love. Thy neck is like the tower of David. Builded for an armory. Whereon they hang a thousand battlers. He's talking about those with good jewelry. You don't wear fake jewelry. Why you wear? You wear pure gold. Beautiful. When the person says that, is that pure gold? At dinner, what dress do you choose for dinner? What do you choose? You said, I have prayed and called my man from the four corners of the world. And you don't know how to dress. This is what he's telling us. All shoes of mighty men. Let's go. Someone should read it for us. <laughs> All this is in the Bible. God doesn't need breasts in heaven. <laughs> the way my wife is looking at me, I can't continue the message. Let me close. God doesn't need it in heaven. I'll jump it. I like two young rows that are twins. Which feed among the lilies? That is Solomon. Now, everyone here in this realm, you need a touch. A touch from your fellow human being. If that touch is not coming, it gets to a time, the Bible says, you begin to burn. And anytime there is a burning cessation, people begin to misbehave. So Paul said, I'm concluding, Paul said, if a man is burning, let him do what? Marry. And because we don't understand these things, you see cousins, brothers, adopted children living in the same house. And because parents are not understanding, they leave them. They say, oh, they are children. Everybody can live anyhow. It will take you prophetic eyes to be able to know that people living in the same house like that, cousin is sleeping with the other cousin. In the same house. And father doesn't know it. Mother doesn't know it. Because mother and father are not working in wisdom. To know that if people are not blood related, we don't mix them together. And say sleep in the same room. Is it not just your cousin's sister? Wow. Because I've seen cousins falling in love with their fellow cousins and in their same house and because nobody is suspecting them the things they do 
nobody will ever notice it because they are all not understanding but when you understand that man has attraction and that you could be attracted and that eros love is very powerful that when it enters into you you might stop thinking when people are in that midst it can be dangerous that is why there are people they are living with their stepfather and he said oh it's my stepfather and they just dress shortly and they go and serve their stepfather and they say is it not my stepfather he cannot think anything don't be foolish he's your stepfather he's not your real father if you show him some things he can take an action that he doesn't have to take so you have to understand that everybody in this world no matter whether he's anointed no matter whether he's prayerful everybody needs some sensual love everybody want, who here doesn't want to be hugged who here doesn't want to be kissed everybody needs it hey, somebody say kiki <laughs> but when we develop ourselves we wait for the right time man. can the amen be louder may you not overbend may God <laughs> may God help you to understand how to express agape how to express brotherly love and how to express eros feeling and sensual love if you marry let it all out I've seen people who have married and they, don't, they don't express their emotions they have never told their wife that I miss you because they want to be strong we don't miss nobody no if you miss the person you miss the person can you tell the person I'm sleepy and I just need a hug sometimes just a hug you are okay gentlemen is that not true My, Mr. Man sometimes I don't need it. Is now stretch off your hand toward me may the grace of the almighty God come upon all of us may we learn to express agape love May we learn to express brotherly love. And may we learn to express sensual love. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hold a brother by you. Say, Father, help me to love my brother. In all wisdom. Oh, you are tired. In all wisdom. And spiritual understanding. And let the church say a very big amen. Oh, clap your hands for God.